0: Welcome, hockey fans, to this week's episode of From the Press Box right here on the AHL Report. It is Tuesday, September 17th, and folks, we are officially into the preseason for the 2019-20 NHL season, and it is great to be here. Thanks for joining me. I'm Amy Johnson, your host for the show and the lead correspondent here at the AHL Report. And naturally, without a doubt, I am joined every week by my spectacular co-host, the one and only founder and editor-in-chief here at Rocket Sports Media, Rick Stevens. How are you today?
1: I'm doing really well. Thank you very much for asking.
0: You are and so bad.
1: for our new listeners yeah. who may not understand why, but, you know, we, we're called the AHL Report from the press box um, mm-hmm. and... Um, the AHL hasn't even started their preseason yet. What what do we have to say? A lot. Well, yeah, we cover <laughs> prospects too, uh from from uh, all leagues and uh particularly we notice there's a lot of prospects in the NHL lineups these days uh for mm-hmm. their respective teams and uh so yes, these are the players that that we spend the majority of the year Uh, looking at reporting on. And so, as you correctly said, we have lots and lots and lots to say. We absolutely do. And today's show
0: is, is no different. Um, Training camps, main training camps are now fully underway. And uh, some NHL preseason games are already in the books with more to come tonight and this week. So in our first segment, uh, Rick and I are going to take a look at the Canadians and Flyers training camps in particular and give our thoughts on how uh, the prospects performed uh, both in the Flyers rookie game that took place uh, last week before main training camps started uh, for which we were there uh, in person covering that one live in Allentown. We're also going to give our thoughts on uh, how the Canadians prospects fared in the red and white game intra squad scrimmage that was held at the Bell Center on Sunday. Uh, we each have a bit of a report on uh, Montreal and Philadelphia's first preseason game uh, separately. Those those both happened last night, so we're just going to kind of give you a breakdown of what's happened in the last week for Montreal Canadiens and Philadelphia Flyers prospects and how they've looked. Uh, both, uh, you know, at at Maine training camp with their NHL veteran teammates and how they fared in their opening preseason games. Uh, After that, we're going to head around the the AHL, I'm sorry, and mention, while yes, as Rick said, uh, the AHL season hasn't actually started yet, however, it is time to get ready. For the start of the AHL season and the league is doing just that and getting everybody ready for things to get started because it's right around the corner. So we're going to talk about a couple of things to take note of regarding the AHL and the kickoff for their new season. Uh, we're going to talk about a familiar name who has signed a new contract and uh, also mentioned a special game uh, that happened for uh, a colleague of ours with the Hershey Bears. We'll talk a little bit about that. And finally, when we wrap things up in the third segment, beyond the AH, uh, Beyond the AHL, we're just going to give you a reminder of some other hockey that's happening before we preview our weekly coverage and remind you on how to find all of our great content across every platform. So it's a packed show and uh, full, of, full of really fun stuff because hockey's back.
1: As it should be. Yeah. <laughs> We've been waiting. <laughs> Fans have been waiting uh, all, all summer long, and, uh, and it's back now. And uh, action on the ice. Uh, not just, you know, not just the development camps, not just the, the rookie camps. It's uh, the teams. The NHL teams are, are back, and, uh, and preseason is underway. We
0: love it. We love it. So I guess uh, we could get started with the Habs and Flyers training camps and and things that have happened. Let's first, Rick, we'll we'll go back. We'll kind of work our way to the most recent things. Um, Last week, we were in attendance at the PPL Center in Allentown for the Flyers rookie game. Uh, and that's where the Flyers rookies took on the rookies from the New York Islanders, um, and uh, it was an interesting game. I'm trying to I'm trying to to come up with the right adjective. Um, we mentioned to each other a couple of times in the press box. Gee, does does this game feel a little? <laughs> um, and, and perhaps it's because at least on the Flyers end, it was the only game that the rookie play the, that the rookies played before training camp. But um, while the level of intensity wasn't necessarily there fully, um, there was a lot of great action on the ice uh, for us to take notice of
1: indeed there was uh, i think that uh, all of the focus at least coming into the game um was on that flyers uh so-called orange line uh the ratcliffe frost farabee line and and uh with good reason uh, they had they had looked pretty good uh in camp leading up to that point and and they um it was promised that they would uh, be playing together and indeed they did um but there were some other players in the lineup that that uh, drew some attention: uh, Rupsov, Vorobiev, um, uh, Myers, uh, and the goaltending as well. So um, there was there was uh, perhaps not the the the, the fireworks expected, um, but um, uh, some nice performances. Uh, I, I would say Rupsov, Myers, uh, even Kaze with uh, the, showing off his uh, release. Um, as well, and, and uh, I, I thought it was uh, it was a, 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 a good opening to uh, to Flyers training camp.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, um, you mentioned Rubsoff, He he did have two goals in that game. Uh, as far as goaltending, uh, they did a kind of a, a split game. Felix Sandstrom got the start in the net for the Flyers and he had to be really sharp early on. Uh, the Islanders spent a lot of the first period in their offensive zone uh, and Sandstrom really had, Sandstrom had to really uh, kind of be on top of his game uh, to keep some, some pretty, uh, pretty well Placed shots uh, out of the back of his net. As far you mentioned Philippe Myers, I, I, Phil Myers, as as he goes as he's referenced uh, in Philadelphia Flyers land, um, he's building on the NHL experience that he had at the end of last season. Uh, he really seems to come in, uh, be coming into his own. In fact, after the game, uh, in the post game presser with uh, head coach Scott Gordon. Someone asked him, how does Phil Myers look to you? And he, he basically just flat out said he's an NHL defenseman. I mean, that's just, he's just in my eyes, he's an NHL defenseman. Um, and, uh, and, and so he's, he's putting on a very, very strong performance. Um, Joel Farabee, Rick, I remember, I remember you leaning over and saying at one point, Joel Farabee is really hungry for a goal tonight. He was, Uh, You know, he's he's been one of the top prospects to keep an eye on, uh, particularly, as you mentioned, on that that top orange line. And it seemed like Faraby was willing to I mean, if he needed to sell an arm, he would do it if he could just get a goal in this game. Um, He was he was all over the puck. Uh, He he even had a, a little collision where he came off the ice for a little bit in the third period and got right back at out there wanted wanted to get out there and score a goal. so it's good to see um good to see that kind of of passion and determination uh from a from a young guy who's who's really looking to make an
1: impact yeah it certainly wasn't um that kind of player that was letting the game come to him he was no <laughs> uh, initiating he was um looking to um uh, you know disrupt and and uh, take away the puck and and you could see that uh, at times he was um visibly frustrated that uh, that uh, he wasn't able to to put it in the back of the net and and quite mm-hmm. telling as you said that uh, um he didn't waste any time he didn't miss a shift uh, uh after you know uh, it's it's just a a, a uh preseason game he could have just a rookie game he could have uh sat out after uh the collision but uh no he was right back out there and and uh looking to make a difference absolutely
0: um the uh the flyers did um drop that game uh four to two i believe i'm sorry five to four in in um in overtime to the Islanders. So it, was, it ended up being, while it started off slowly, uh, it, it ended up uh, being quite the interesting game as, as things moved on um, with some really nice scoring at both ends of the ice. The Islanders' prospects, um, Quenville, Coivola, uh, Bebo, they all they, they looked pretty good as well, uh, including uh, one Oliver Wallstrom, who, who might be a familiar name to those who follow prospects.
1: Um, Keeper Bre- Bellows was another. Oliver oh, yeah. Wallstrom was a particularly. Um, it, it was interesting because I, I mentioned there was a, uh, he, he he missed a couple of power plays, which I assumed uh, Wallstrom uh, mm-hmm. would be on, uh, but there he was on the penalty kill, making a difference, making um, a, a diving play to save a goal. Um, but it was uh, Otto Kovala that uh, I thought was the real standout for. Um, uh, the Islanders that particular night um, 2016 fourth round pick he 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 looked very good absolutely I totally agree with you there Uh, and we
0: will circle back to the Flyers and the Islanders in just a few minutes uh, when we talk about the the first preseason game for the Flyers which also happened to be against the Islanders so we'll circle back uh to to them in just a moment but before we before we get there uh next of course in the week uh once main training camps got started uh the canadians had a couple of days of of practice and then the fan beloved uh intra squad red white game at the bell center happened on sunday rick and well there were a couple of habs fans that turned out for it right
1: uh, listen the 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 red white game is is not uh it's an inter squad skirmish it's it's not very meaningful other than for the fans who um are able to take advantage of of getting into the bell center uh on a cheap ticket the the mm-hmm. you know the tickets were including um, uh some food as well and and so it's it's a chance to bring the family We saw a lot of kids in the in the arena and, and the, um, uh, the bell center is able to, to fill the building and it looks good. And, and, uh, with, uh, with a lot of cheap tickets. Um, and, and that's fine. So it's a, it's a, it's a fun game. It's a fun afternoon for the fans, not very meaningful. And you could tell that the players didn't take it all that seriously. Oh, with the exception of one, Paul Byron, (laughs) who (laughs) <laughs> it might have been in a Stanley cup playoff game. I don't know what was going on with Byron and, and uh, whether you respect his passion or not, it was kind of ill placed in front of, you know, a, a friendly match um, uh, and in front of a bunch of kids. And there he was just <laughs> body slamming uh, Mr. Cousins and, and, um, Breaking you know, his stick shattering his stick over crosswalk. the crossbar when, when he couldn't prevent a goal. I don't know what was up with him, but uh, wasn't taking the game so good naturedly as uh, the other players were.
0: Well, a playoff berth was to be determined by the results of that game. So, it, it, at least in Paul Byron's world,
1: um, <laughs> yeah, <it> was, <laughs> so was, I was, yeah, a bit over the top.
0: I think he's a little fired up. Um, little bit fired up, but for the for the game itself, as you said it was it was mostly pretty good natured um you know saw a little kind of rotation of the goalies um and uh yeah i mean it's you know it's not like guys are gonna finish their checks against each other <laughs> it's it's it was it was a nice game uh and then kind of a nice warm up for what was going to happen the next day monday night uh I I, sh-
1: I should say for that red white game uh the much mm-hmm. forgotten charlie lindgren actually looked very good um, yes he did and and uh um i you know competing for 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 a a job or playing time and and uh, he looked very good otto leskinen looked uh, continued his uh play from the rookie very tournament good. he looked very strong until uh, Max Domi kind of schooled him um, uh, a little bit, um, and uh, I thought it was it was interesting. Yes, Barry Cockyemi um, fired a, a <laughs> slap <laughs> shot um, on a on a, a, a penalty call that that they turned into uh, penalty shots um, past Carey Price, and he Cockyemi uh, said afterwards, I asked Carey to give me uh, one so I'd look good in front of the fans. And, and, and he did. (laughs) (laughs) So again, it's all good spirited and light and, and yeah, that's not very meaningful.
0: And I, I I think that we even saw a a really brief shot of Carrie Price's older daughter in the crowd, sticking crackers in her friend's eye. So I, it was, (laughs) (laughs) was she was having a good time that's right she was having a great time uh you know if, when dad's not on the ice what's the point of me watching so you know um so all of that was a great warm-up uh in in advance of monday night's preseason, season quote-unquote home opener for the montreal Canadiens at the bell center um and rick you were you were able to uh you of course covered that game fully um they were playing a split squad for the New Jersey Devils. Uh, the Devils were playing two games in two different places on Monday night. Um, so none of the P.K. Subans and, and uh, you know, those those big names uh, were necessarily at the Bell Center, which probably still not having Subban there on the first night is probably probably wasn't a bad thing. Um, but overall, what, what were, what, what did you take away from the Canadians performance in
1: their first preseason game? Well, first of all, I think we have to remind ourselves that the New Jersey Devils finished at the bottom of the standings, uh, last season. And I don't expect that they'll be, uh, in the same place, um, come the end of this season. Um, they've they've uh there's been a major influx of talent um you mentioned uh pk suban we also know they they acquired wayne simmons um in someone the canadians were reportedly chasing they ended up with nikita um uh gusev uh, mm-hmm. they drafted jack hughes number one now none of those players as you said it was a split squad so uh those players were not in montreal uh, last night um and and of course, Canadians um you know n- didn't have all of their uh talent in the lineup either, but they did have some young players worthy of keeping a look at and and uh kale flurry uh continued his strong play uh from the rookie tournament uh Nick Suzuki kind of had an up and down um, uh, uh, rookie uh, sh- uh, r- performance in the rookie showcase. I thought it was was better last night. Caden Primo came in uh, on the, the, the midway through the game to take the last part of the game, and Carey Price was superb in the first half. Caden Primo uh, dazzled with a spectacular save, and then was very good after that. A little bit of a um, not not necessarily his fault, but as we know, one uh, uh, goaltending scout would would be telling him to uh stay in the net when he's not familiar with his uh surroundings as a, a bad bounce <laughs> off the boards uh cost him a goal um mm-hmm. but hey it it's was a great fault. yeah it was a great night for Carey price uh great night for Weber, who and was good at the start of the season last year and um arturi lekonen was was excellent um, playing on the on the top line it was worthy of mention that uh, Claude Julien said afterwards that um, uh, he praised Arturi Lekinen and said um, how how well he had played and he was the best player on the top line uh, he wasn't very impressed with Max Domi who who just seemed to be looking for a suspension uh, a la last year um, got involved in in two roughing calls uh, jonathan drew um, you know seemingly well if there's any video that that he should be studying it should be his work at the point on the power play where he gave up a chance and had to be bailed out by Kerry price and also in the last two minutes where he just looked completely disinterested to be on the ice and made several errors uh that could have uh turned the game so um I think there was a bit of good, bit of bad, um, and uh, but that's that's what you might expect. Although you, you don't want to see that from um, your veterans uh, in uh, in the first game. Canadians came out uh, on the on on the good side, afforded to win, and it was uh, Jake Evans who uh, listen. Jake Evans wasn't having a good game yesterday, uh, but wipe all that out because uh, um, towards the end, killing a penalty, blocked a shot fought for the puck got it and went down and and scored the winning goals so uh jake evans admitted you know he was he was having a bit of a tough time but uh he certainly stood out when it really mattered and and uh good on jake evans um he uh um he's he's turning some heads and and the important ones at that and, and it's it's great
0: to see that um you know his game slowly improved throughout the year last year i think rookie season new environment he struggled with his confidence a little bit last year but but really started to kind of gain some tra- some traction with that towards the end of the season uh we we talked a lot last week about how how much he impressed at the rookie showcase in belleville uh that that his game and his maturity level has really come along over the summer, so uh it it's good to see that continuing, and I hope it's just nothing but an upward trajectory uh for jake Evans uh very exciting time for him um, and as as he mentioned you know he he's enjoying playing the mentorship role in his sophomore professional season <laughs> uh, but good good for him uh, on the Philadelphia side of things after that rookie game last Wednesday uh, the Flyers were busy and not just with training camp uh, they managed to finally get uh, Proveroff and Konechny locked up uh, Konechny in the 11th hour yesterday afternoon so he finally just reported to training camp today uh, so they were busy with that and um, Alain Vigneault in coming in for his first training camp with the Flyers was running a pretty intense camp uh, for for the young guys and the veterans alike. And, Rick, we, we even uh, talked briefly about how interesting it was that Vigneault came out and said, hey, uh, this was uh, the first day of training camp for the Flyers, and he said, you know, the lines that I had out there today, I left all of that to Chuck Fletcher. Um, he's going to be the one ultimately making – uh, decisions, uh, as far as roster and, and so forth. And I'm not as familiar with the young guys. So interesting for that kind of transparency, first of all, really appreciate that. Um, but an interesting approach for, for the coach to, to really defer to his general manager, who himself is relatively new to the organization, um, in terms of, of getting training camps started like that
1: it it was um, um interesting for all the reasons that that you mentioned the transparency but also i i can understand there to be a, a collaboration but for uh, a head coach to turn over his roster to uh the GM and the assistant GM as well um and uh with 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 the the reasoning behind it being that that the GM's going to make the decision about who to who to uh uh keep and and who not to that uh that was that was very eye opening and and uh, uh probably happens uh much more uh than we hear about. And uh as we said, the transparency just helps to know how decisions are, are uh are arrived at. Um Absolutely. And, and uh with the Philadelphia Flyers this time. hmm
0: So they also had their first preseason game last night, once again against the Islanders. Uh they were at home at the Wells Fargo Center uh, Gritty was there in all of his grittiness. You know, we we, we joked, Rick, that, uh, you know, it's, it's training camp for everyone. And, you know, journalists and media members are in training camp, too, kind of, you know, getting back into the rhythm of things. Apparently, I, I think for the NHL, uh, it was NHL.com's digital team's training camp last night because for the entirety of the game... Mostly, um, of all the seven o'clock starts last night, if you went to NHL.com, the Flyers and Islanders weren't playing hockey, <laughs> uh, and no one could access any stats um, whatsoever on the NHL's website for the Flyers game, uh, including everyone at the Wells Fargo center in the press box and the brand new beautiful jumbotron that the flyers were happy to show off last night. Well, the shot clock on that is fed by the NHL stat system. And so since the NHL stats page wasn't working on the website, the shot clock wasn't working on the big jumbotron either. So hopefully they'll have that all fixed up, but towards the end of the game, they finally got uh, some things, Synced up uh, for, for statistics and whatnot. But as you said, Rick, everyone's in training
1: camp. Training camp, camp right for now. everyone, yeah.
0: It's, it's training camp for everyone. Uh, so the, the Flyers did welcome the Islanders uh, last night. Uh, they had a good mix of, of veterans and, and rookies uh, and a first look at guys like Kevin Hayes, who are joining the team for the first time. Um, Morgan Frost is sidelined day to day with a groin injury, so uh that that orange line that we talked about from the rookie game uh wasn't able was was supposed to be uh, together, but uh Cal O'Reilly had to come in and replace Morgan Frost at center at the center of that line um, for that uh, for that game. but Rupsov was there, Vorobiev was there um Kyle Criscuolo who is a new uh signee for for the Flyers and the Phantoms he was in the game last night Sushko was in um and and Philippe Myers was in as well the the goaltending tandem they went with was Brian Elliott and Alex Lyon Uh, they split the goaltending duties um and overall I mean, it was a pretty, it was a fairly defensive game. Uh, the Islanders ended up winning at three one. And one of those goals of, of the Islanders was an empty net goal. Um, t- biggest takeaways, uh, Philippe Myers continues to look like an NHL defenseman. He did not look out of place whatsoever. Um, uh, he was, he was on an on a line with Igor Zamula, um, and didn't look out of place at all, um, Rupsov had flashes. Um, there, there were Vrobiev also flashes here and there. Um, Oscar Lindblom is a name that, while he has been playing with the Flyers, Rick, we've, we, if folks have been following Rocket Sports Media for a while, uh, Oscar Lindblom caught our eye years ago at at one of his first development camps with the Flyers, and it's taken him a little bit of time to really develop his game and and for that upside that we thought he had back then to really start to shine and so far uh that's really coming to fruition he's he was one of the more talked about forwards in last night's game uh he's he's just making some really smart plays his skating is is looking really good um and Sam Moran yes Sam Moran he's finally playing hockey again um he's after after missing pretty much all of last year for, uh, due to a surgery and so forth. He says he's feeling good. Um, his knee feels so good that there's days that he forgets which knee it was that he had surgery on. Um, and he was in the game last night. And in fact, um, put a pretty, uh, pretty hard hit out on one of the Islanders players last night. So he was in full physical form. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a, despite the loss, there were some really good, um, there were some really good moments. Um, I mean, the top line of, of Van Riemsdyk, Hayes and Voracek, of course, was, was the strongest, but um, Ratcliffe looked a little, Isaac Ratcliffe look, looked a, a little lost sometimes. I think the pace was a little difficult for him. Um, Joel Therapy is Still playing like he was last week. Hungry for a goal. Hungry to, to be a playmaker. Um, didn't get one, but but it'll come. Uh, he's trying to do a lot out there. But uh, overall, pretty good Pretty good performance. Pretty good Kevin Kevin
1: Hayes looks like a flyer. He just looks like he belongs with the Philadelphia Flyers. He Man, made a, me... a, a nice play uh, to, to set up a goal last night. But um, he just... He looks right in a never never really kind of found his way or fit um, when acquired by the Winnipeg Jets didn't didn't fit into that speed game but he he looks like he's he's found a home um, in Philadelphia and of course back with his old coach Alain Vigneault
0: absolutely uh, he was I, I'm not shy to say he was dynamite last night uh, looked looked as you say right at home. Uh, The fans seemed to really like him, but boy, was he the chemistry already with that, with that line was, was visible. Um, Braun was another one on the defensive side. Who does Braun have wheels Uh, really uh, skates with speed that I wasn't expecting um, and some really good defensive moves and, and, and even defensive moves that help set up some of his teammates, uh, to make their own plays. So, uh, he was paired, he was a top pairing with Goss last night. And, um, that looked really, really good. One, and what one about Chris Stewart. Well, that's, um, I was just going to say the one player that's, um, <laughs> was out to make a name for himself last night was Chris Stewart. He can't, he was hitting anything that moved. I think if Gritty had gotten into his way, he probably would have body checked him. Um, Chris Stewart is 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 on a PTO for this camp. Uh he had he had an article that came out in the Hockey Writers earlier this week where he talks about, you know, the journey that's gotten him to to this point and that he's aware that this may be his last shot at the NHL. Uh and it's very apparent that he is ready for it. So hitting everything and then um one of the Islanders players Rightful, as he said today uh, in in post game last night rightfully so uh, completely took him out uh along the boards in front of the bench when he had his head down and he got up and stewart tossed the gloves and they had quite the uh they had quite the bout for a preseason game um and and <laughs> yeah so stewart made himself noticeable alright
1: uh, for sure and appreciated of course, himself with fl- uh, flyers fans for sure
0: <laughs> well that's just it the Wells Fargo Center went nuts you know uh if if it's a fight in Philly they love it so um yeah, it, he certainly won over some flyers fans last night I think, but a good showing a, a good showing overall for for both teams in their first in their first outings, both the Habs and the islanders or excuse me and the flyers um but Rick okay so let's it's the first exhibition game of the preseason, so okay. There are players who stood out. Caden Primo had a good showing. Kale um, Flurry had a really good showing. Uh, you know, guys like Joel Farabee or or Philippe Myers had great showings. But how much stock, like, are we ready to like? you know, kind of run the table with them and, and say, okay, absolutely put them in the roster. Um, we saw, we saw some people on last night uh, on Twitter last night with Primo saying that, Oh, Carrie price must be worried about his starting goaltender job. I mean, we have to keep, we have to keep things in perspective, right? Uh,
1: of course. And, and I understand um fans enthusiasm and uh but it's just a a lack of understanding of the process and and Mm -hmm. how long it actually takes uh for uh prospects to to mature prospects to be consistent prospects to um to understand what it is to be a pro um both on and off the ice and and there's lots of things to to being a hockey player and um one good play one goal one save does not uh you know predict uh and and guarantee what uh, uh the the future and you know to, there were tweets on really dumb tweets on on twitter saying well i guess we don't need carry price anymore well you know what no you don't need carry price for the preseason you surely don't but you need him for the regular season mm-hmm. and um uh you know Mr. primo would be the first to tell you, and so would so would his dad that um uh he's nowhere near ready for uh, the n h l and and uh um he he's he's going to uh probably um you know learn a lot um um sharing the load uh splitting the load in in laval if if uh things go uh, as they should uh learn a lot from from um, uh, Mr. Lindgren learn a lot from Mr. Marciano and and uh, um, be patient with with Caden Flurry or Primo because it um, it particularly at the 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 goaltender level um, it uh, a, a lot of it is is uh, is wrapping your head around being a, a, a pro goaltender and he, he's he's not. He's not had the experience of, of uh, the workload that he's going to face, uh, the quality of the, the shooters, and and, uh, the phys- and, the, and the the grind of of traveling um, uh, from game to game. So uh, let him take his time and and get used to that before we're promoting them to the NHL.
0: Absolutely, the same could be. I, I saw plenty of talk on Twitter last night about how. Absolutely knock them out of the park. The Laval Rockets going to be this year with this whole, with this whole cache of these outstanding rookies and, and prospects that are to come in. And Hey, I'm, I'm very excited about some of these prospects as well, but keep in mind um, there were a lot of AHL contracts signed this summer as well. Um, So yes, very exciting to see young prospects who are more than likely going to be playing in Laval and those prospects are playing really well. And they've got a lot of upside and they, they have very promising careers ahead of them, but keep in mind, they have to split ice time with a bunch of AHL players who have signed AHL contracts. And there's an overwhelming amount of um, players at camp right now, uh, vying for those NHL spots that aren't going to get them that are also going to come down um, and take up space in Laval as well. So,
1: yes, if... <laughs> yeah, let's let's hope that Laval is much more competitive than than they were uh, last season. But let's, uh, you know, a, a lot of people. Uh, looked at the Laval roster last year and said wow this is more talent than than they had in a very very long time whether that was true or not um it it was um they, they had a they had a bad season and we have to remember that um as we've said before other other teams have prospects too and as you uh, said it's not only the prospects it's the mix and it's getting getting that getting out the chemistry set and getting that mix of, of veterans and, and, um, and prospects just right. Um, other teams have, have kind of figured that out. The, it's been a while since the Canadians had an NHL NH, team who have had success with that. We also remember that other teams have a, have a, a, a pipeline, a double A, a AA to triple A to, you know, that kind of model going, which the Canadians do not have. They do not have a, an ECHL affiliate. We also remember that um, other teams have uh, experience, a vast amount of, of, of uh, coaching experience behind the bench. The, the um, Laval Rocket do not with uh, everyone of, other than, than the goaltending coach uh, just being in their second year of, of uh, coaching at the pro level. So, um again uh, let's be let's be patient let's see how things work out before uh we're awarding them a, a a calder cup in october and then being disappointed as the the season goes on that's right and
0: hopefully hopefully fingers crossed uh things do turn around this season and we will be the first ones there to be excited and and um pleased to be reporting nothing but good news coming out of Laval, but we have to get there first. (laughs) Um, And what we have to do right now actually is take a quick break. When we come back, however, we're going to go around the AHL and tell you how you can get ready for the upcoming season, which is just about to start. Uh, And we're going to talk about uh, some familiar names as well and some news from them. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back just after this brief message. From the Press Box is proud to be a partner of Rocket Sports Media, digital media publishers of sports and entertainment websites. Their mission is to build a worldwide network of sports fans who are informed, engaged, entertained, and connected. Learn more about RSM, its team, and its portfolio of brands at Rocketsportsmedia.com. For all the latest news... Follow along on Twitter at the AHL Report for live game updates, ringside photography, game recaps, and articles containing exclusive audio and video of your favorite players. That's the AHL Report, proud partner of Rocket Sports Media, AHL.Report. Welcome back to from the press box right here on the AHL report. I'm your host, Amy Johnson, and I'm joined by my co-host Rick Stevens. Don't forget. You can hit us up on Twitter anytime at the AHL report. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at AHL report. We'd love to hear from you. Um, Especially Rick, as we are gearing up for the AHL season, which is just around the corner and believe it or not, um you know, you know that it's coming when the AHL puts out their promotional uh press release saying hey time to renew those AHL TV packages <laughs> um and uh sure enough now is the time you can subscribe keep in mind you know it used to be very cumbersome for fans to follow their favorite um Prospects and farm teams of their favorite NHL teams because um, the old platform that the AHL streaming service used to be on was quite cost prohibitive uh, and and the video quality wasn't very good and, and things of that nature. But now AHL TV uh, is is fully in place. It's it's much more affordable. You can choose to follow one team. Um, one game you can you can get like a day pass where you can watch as many games as you want all in one day for eight dollars uh so if there's just one particular game that you want to watch you can do do it that way lots of different package levels so be sure to to head over to the ahl's website to check those out uh it's a great way to be able to to keep tabs on your favorite team particularly if you don't geographically live in the same place that your your favorite team plays hockey um but Rick, the other thing that has happened is that the AHL has officially put out their preseason schedule um, and things get started in just about a week. First preseason games happen next Wednesday, September 25th. Um, and the Lehigh Valley Phantoms are actually on that opening night.
1: Well, as the week goes on, there's going to be cuts from uh, from uh, the, the, the NHL camps and Uh, The AHL teams will start populating their rosters, their uh, training camp rosters with those cuts. And then uh, the AHL exhibition season begins.
0: Absolutely. So be sure to keep an eye out. Lehigh Valley Phantoms at the Wilkes-Barre-Scranton Penguins. That's on that opening preseason night of Wednesday, September 25th. Uh, Laval doesn't get started for the preseason until Saturday, September 28th. They'll have back-to-back games Saturday and Sunday, uh, at home against the Belleville Senators, uh, both of those games are at 3 p.m. Eastern. So, lots of excitement and they're free. And they're free. And I think uh, I, I'll use the term "sold out," even though they were free. Um, but I think all the tickets have been claimed already. So mm-hmm. it's going to be pretty raucous inside Plus Bell. Um, the the Laval Rocket announcing about a week or so ago that they were making all tickets to both preseason games free of charge. I guess they're going to fill the place to the rafters and uh families and and friends and fans didn't waste any time snapping those tickets up. <laughs>
1: Laval Rocket had uh, a tough season on the ice. They had a tough season with respect to ticket sales last year. Uh, I don't think that's any secret. So they're looking at ways and, and, and offering free tickets uh, uh, in the preseason to hook those fans and get them to coming back. Uh, I, I, that's uh, pretty evident. That's what the strategy is. And, and uh, let's ho- hope that that in, in conjunction with better play on the ice uh, brings out more fans in LaValle uh, for this season.
0: Absolutely, and hopefully they have a, a great product to watch on the ice as well. Um, moving right along, uh, we had mentioned, Rick, we've been kind of on the former Laval Rocket contract watch, um, and we've been ticking down and ticking down. And where where are players heading off to who aren't returning to Laval? There was one guy left, one guy, and we had we mentioned a couple of weeks ago. Gee, I really hope he finds a contract somewhere because he's a he's a hardworking uh, athlete. And sure enough, the final former Laval Rocket player from last season has been signed to a contract. Daniel Audet uh, will have a new home in Springfield. The Thunderbirds signed him to a one-year, one-way AHL contract, Um, and I mean, he had career highs last year, uh, Rick. He had 14 goals and 25 assists last year for the Laval Rockets, so we're wishing Dan Odette lots of luck
1: and that was after a very very slow start uh he turned it on after that and and uh so i'm sure he'll be uh we've we've said that he can be a, a valuable uh AHL player and and we look forward to um uh seeing him with the thunderbirds this year um with respect to um, uh former canadians uh prospects uh also want to mention just quickly um that uh we had a tip from one of our listeners and that is uh our our long our loyal listener uh Kathy. and, and she pointed out that uh Andreas Engfist has uh, announced his retirement uh from hockey and um uh, he had been playing for uh garden, um and uh, actually the captain last season and and uh uh he was a Montreal Canadiens prospect and and goes back to um 2010 to 2012, when he played with both the Hamilton Bulldogs and the Montreal Canadians, he had 15, uh, NHL games, uh, 131 AHL games, 68 points in those games. And, uh, just one of those good two way, uh, type of players, excellent at the faceoff dot and, uh, uh, concussions, um, concussion, uh, getting the better of him and, and, uh, so at the age of 31, is announcing his retirement uh, from hockey, and, and we wish him well medically and and uh, and otherwise. And thanks for the tip as well.
0: Well, and we can always rely on Kathy, uh, either for national day suggestions or uh, former player <laughs> tracking. So thank you for that. Uh, Before we head to our uh, next break, we just want to kind of give a special shout-out to our colleague, Zach Fish, uh, with the Hershey Bears. He's the broadcaster, play-by-play announcer, uh, play-by-play broadcaster for the Hershey Bears, who um, over the summer, uh, he and his wife welcomed uh, their first child, little Jackson, into the world. Um, And Zach occasionally... Uh, gets gets a call up to the to the show, uh, and gets to call Capitals games every once in a while, and he got to call the Capitals preseason game last night, Rick. But I think there was another reason why last night's game was probably pretty special for Zach Fish.
1: Well, it was a real proud dad moment, and uh, Zach was a, a special guest uh, on a, a summer episode of from the press box and it was just a week or so before um, uh, Jackson, their son was, uh, was born. And uh, so Jackson had his, it was, it was his first hockey game um, and uh, with his dad in the booth um, uh, doing the play by play. So uh, congratulations to both Zach and his wife and, and, uh, and real fun for Jackson to um, uh, be there uh, at the game uh jackson that's jackson with an x and and i wonder um i haven't really tallied it up but with a j an x and a z uh you wonder what the Scrabble score is on jackson fish <laughs> <laughs> absolutely
0: well the the great thing if you if you go to zach's uh twitter timeline he's at Zach fish that's z a c k f i s Ch. If you go to his Twitter timeline, you'll see a picture of Little Jackson and his wife, uh, you know, proudly sitting in the stands. Um, but he follows that up with a picture that says, uh, however, he wasn't too sure about his first game at first. Uh, and it's a, an adorable picture of Little Jackson, who
1: is definitely crying. <laughs>
0: definitely (laughs) definitely crying um so it's well maybe his favorite
1: player was you know in the penalty box or or maybe he's just showing his emotion
0: absolutely Mm -hmm. it's never too early to to start them out (laughs) so congratulations to zach and uh and his wife and on on a on what was probably a very memorable game for them last night We're going to take one more quick break, and when we come back, we're just going to uh, remind you of some other hockey that's getting underway and give you a preview of what we're going to be covering this week uh, before we send you back off into the land of preseason hockey. Uh, So don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after this. From the Press Box is proud to be a partner of Rocket Sports Media, digital media publishers of sports and entertainment websites. In addition to building a worldwide network of sports fans, the team at RSM is also dedicated to mobilizing the sports community in ways that make a difference in the lives of others. Giving back to the community bridges the gap between team affiliations. It's something any fan can support. RSM proudly provided support for organizations and projects like Hockey Fights Cancer, Five Hole for Food, the Montreal Canadiens Children's Foundations, Autism Speaks, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Canada, and the People of Canada Portrait Project, just to name a few. If you would like to be involved with a Rocket Power project or have a worthy fundraising initiative you'd like us to be part of, please contact us at Rocketsportsmedia.com. Be sure to follow us on social media. Find us on Twitter at The AHL Report. Check out our original game photography on Instagram at AHL Report. And watch our exclusive video interviews with players, coaches, and other notable hockey names on our YouTube channel at AllHabs. Just remember to turn on notifications so that you never miss a video. The AHL Report, your premier source for Laval Rocket, Lehigh Valley Phantoms, and all American Hockey League news. Welcome back to From the Press Box right here at the AHL Report. I'm your host, Amy Johnson, joined by my co-host, Rick Stevens. And just like you just heard that uh, commercial say, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the AHL Report. Uh, We'd love to hear from you all throughout the week. If you've got questions or comments, uh, anything, if you just want to chat about hockey, we'd love to hear from you. And really, Rick, it's the time of the year. I mean, we've got camps underway. The NHL preseason is underway. As you mentioned, as cuts start to happen, that means that AHL camps are going to start happening. The AHL preseason is underway. I mean, there's so much hockey to talk about right now, but let's not forget the NCAA starts in a couple of weeks and the CHL has already gotten some of their, depending on the league, some of their preseasons are already done and they're getting ready to start their regular seasons. Uh, within the next couple of days, so I mean, hockey's here.
1: It is, and uh, we've we've got uh, you covered both at uh, AHL report um, and also uh, for the Canadians fans uh, at uh, AllHabs dot net. Um, and our our podcasts are are uh, all the podcasts are, are running mm-hmm. uh, under the Rocket Sports Radio umbrella. I should mention that uh, Rocket Sports Radio has a Twitter account as well. Uh, it's at RSM Sports Radio, Rocket Sports Media Sports Radio. That's at RSM Sports Radio, and there you will get um, access to um, from the press box this this uh, podcast, uh, the Canadians Connection. Have a listen and Habs Unfiltered, and we've got something for uh, every one of you. Uh, to take along with you or to uh, um, uh, listen uh, on demand. Um, and we're, we're very proud of our, our, our Rocket Sports Radio team and that you can um, get us both on the websites uh, as well as your favorite podcast app.
0: Absolutely. And, of course, as we mentioned, at the AHL uh, excuse me, at the AHL report on Twitter. Uh, you will definitely want to be following along there, um, but as well at AHL report on Facebook and Instagram, and be sure you're following. Uh, now, Go go to you who, YouTube, uh, look for the All Habs uh, channel, make sure you subscribe, hit that notification bell at the top of the screen to be alerted whenever we have uh, new original videos that we've put out. And for Habs and Flyers fans, both, really, uh, we we have lots of original videos. Many of the times, uh, most of the times that we do uh, post-game scrums or any kinds of interviews, we don't do that audio only. We We do video as well, and we put out uh video compilations of those interviews in fact i encourage you to go to our youtube channel check out uh a montage of video compilation from habs interviews from the rookie tournament as well as with uh some of the ottawa senators uh, prospects as well guys like logan brown drake batherson eric brandstrom um, and for Flyers uh, fans there is a, a great video there of all of the post-game interviews from the rookie game as well so be sure you head over to the YouTube channel and check all of that out Rick there's really something for everyone and we're going to continue that coverage tonight uh, the Flyers are playing the Islanders again three <laughs> I feel like it's their only opponent um, they're playing them again tonight uh, the Canadians will be uh traveling tomorrow uh for a very special game uh correct they're they're playing in the Kraft Hockeyville game tomorrow night
1: and as we know most uh, most every one of the the Canadians preseason games uh are at home but uh tomorrow is uh, one of two ex- exceptions and in in Bathurst New Brunswick uh the uh, Kraft Hockeyville game um, and uh, uh, against a, a much, much improved uh, Florida Panthers team, um, so it'll be interesting to uh, see uh, the storylines that come out from uh, from both teams on that one.
0: Absolutely. So be sure you're following at the AHL report. Uh, be sure you're following all Hab, uh, Be sure you're following Rick at All Habs, and he'll have uh, a lot of of the Habs coverage as well. Uh, you can find me at Flyers Rule. And we're just so happy that, uh, hockey's back. We've, we've goodness. I mean, we've had plenty to talk about all summer long, but now, now we're getting into, uh, the good stuff. Now that, uh, teams are back on the ice. So thanks so much for joining us, Rick. This was, I feel like this episode just flew by, uh, so much to talk about and uh, a ton of hockey ahead of us this week.
1: Lots of hockey uh, this week and, uh, watch for us on social media. Go take a look at our YouTube um, and, uh, and visit the sites, and, and we'll keep you covered all through the week uh, with the ever-changing news and, and, uh, and with our analysis as well.
0: Excellent. We hope, to, uh, we hope to see you back here next Tuesday for another great episode of from the Breast Box. Until then, uh, we'll see you at the rink somewhere. Have a great week. Enjoy the more preseason hockey and we'll see you back here next Tuesday.) <laughs>
1: Keep on wishing Remember your dream Is your only scheme So keep on